0: presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason
1: York, and Bobby Ryan.
0: Uh, Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Coming In Hot. I'm Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, the smartest man in hockey who's also uh, our resident defense expert, and that's probably where we should start. But, Yorkie, uh, glad to see you back from Mexico, is... Uh, we need to talk about uh, the Columbus loss and perhaps some goaltending issues with the Ottawa Senators.
1: Sure. Hey, where, do you, where do you want to? Uh, who? Where do you want to start? We're starting oh. Young D. We're starting <laughs> goalies, <laughs> losing. We're talking about. Uh, hey, how about? See, I feel you like. Want, yeah. What do you feel like? What well, do you feel it's, like? You're start, it's you're Monday. I,
0: I'd here. like to be a little positive. So but you're
1: cranky. But you're cranky. I know you're cranky. Uh, Something's grinding. Well, Something's grinding your
0: gears. Well, All I can think about as why, why, I, as I watched the game last night. Yeah. yeah. Why are you disappointed?
1: Like, what What, what did you think was going to happen? They've no, got... no, no.
0: I'm not. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm not disappointed in how the team, uh, where they're at in the standings. I am disappointed in perhaps the goaltending of late uh, yes. when they're beating Philadelphia, and it shouldn't have even been a game. They're beating yeah. Columbus it shouldn't have been a game and I'm disappointed and I'm not necessarily blaming Cam Talbot for the overtime winner or losing goal uh Mm because I I, obviously we saw the turnover by Tim Stutzle in the right in front of your own net but here's a question I have for you Yorkie and I didn't mean to get to this this quick uh (laughs) if you had a choice yes are you and you had you could pick two goal one of two goalies would you rather have Matt Murray in goal or Cam Talbot in goal for the Ottawa Senators? Right now? Yeah.
1: Well, it's not even...
0: Matt Murray has to be healthy.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> well, it's not even close.
1: I watched Matt Murray his last couple of games against Ottawa. It's, it's been fantastic. He's been, uh, when healthy, but he's been good. He's just... In Ottawa, it just didn't work out for a variety of different reasons. You heard he was kind of an odd duck. He wasn't quite a great fit off the ice, was hurt all the time. They brought him in. They paid a lot for him. They got frustrated and they moved him and they had to basically pay somebody to take him away. So, And now, would you rather have him as your goaltender? I wouldn't, I wouldn't rather have him as my goaltender of the future. Right now, if I'm making a decision, I'm putting the kid in. Who uh, I just called yes, up to okay. Belleville, and one is that that if it's me, if it's me, and I'll bet you DJ Smith's thinking the same thing. And I don't want to shit on Cam Talbot. He's an older guy. He's had a great career, but you got to call a spade a spade. We're not going to bullshit around here. He hasn't played well. He's an older goaltender. He's probably not going to be back. I wouldn't play him again the rest of the season. Um, I, I would give the kid a chance, see what you got in him, and just roll with that. Um, but that's probably not going to happen as much as people think it's going to happen because when you trade for some, when you trade for Talbot and you do what you did, um, uh, you're going to have a conversation with the general manager and the coach and he's going to say, you got to put him back in because I don't want to look stupid for trading for him. So that's, what's going to happen down the road here, but it's, Hey, he hasn't, here's the other thing too, with Talbot and not to make excuses for the goaltender not a ton of practice time since he's come back since he's been hurt this is a time of year this is the worst time this is the worst time of year to get hurt if you're a if you're a player but number one if you're a goaltender because the team's not really practicing much and when you do practice it's it's pretty low intensity you're not working on a lot of stuff so talbot seems completely out of rhythm mind you a couple of those shots like those were i know the shot clock that says this. The Sens out out outshot him, out chanced him. But those a couple of those goals, like like the, the one in particular, uh, was it? Uh, I forget which one. The one where he just stepped in and just drilled the slap shot. I think it was the uh, the second or the third goal. Oh, it wasn't. Is that where he, like, lost, there, it's, the, it's,
0: he lost? the puck. Yeah. Just,
1: it, uh, uh, yeah. Boone like Jenner, it's, maybe? it's it's it was Jenner. Yeah, it was Jenner's slap shot, and even the winning goal. And over time, those were perfectly placed shots. So it's almost like you're the goalie. And you're like, okay, but you need a it. save. Hey, I'm not saying I'm not saying you don't need so, a save. You I, do. This is this is why you brought in. This is why you brought in Cam Talbot. When shit hits the fan, you got a ton of injuries. You need your veteran goaltender to step up and make those saves. I get it. I'm just telling you why why he's probably not as sharp as he should be coming back, not practicing much. And he hasn't had a great, let's, let's, let's just say what it is. He's been very inconsistent this year. He just hasn't had a good year. And that's, that's, that's pretty well
0: summed it up. So and here's, uh, he's played 31 games. Tell me how many yeah. wins he's got.
1: I don't know. I haven't, he, let's, okay. let's say 13, 13.
0: It's, so here's a surprise in all this. He's What's 16, he- 13, and 2. So, so that makes him over 500, right? Yeah. Um, he had a nice run s- for a while. He had a nice come run back for a while. From, well, he came back from injury, right? Missed a month, came back, and he's 4-1 one, and 1 in his last six. Yeah. Which, again, we would be all extremely happy. But you look at his yeah. save percentage the last two games. The Philadelphia game, six thirty-six, eight eighteen 8-18 against Columbus. I, like... I know he's got Here's... a winning record, so we all should be like, "Shut up!" He's doing what you're supposed to do. I'm start... And I I'm have start... zero I'm... faith in him.
1: I'm starting to sound like Joe Biden. Instead of saying, "Here's the deal," I say, "Here's the thing."
0: <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the hey, but thing. you got to wear Ray-Ban yeah. glasses. <laughs> if you go into a Joe hey, Biden man. rant from now what? on, you just put the glasses <laughs> on and then you start. Uh,
1: by the way, for anyone anyone watching today listening, I went to uh, to Bill Burr last night. I taped the Sens game and oh, oh my god yeah, I heard it he wally he he's my favorite comedian right now he had some great chill biden jokes <laughs> about uh, i'm not gonna rehash him i can't do bill burr's voice but uh, anyways i'm starting to do this The stupid here's the thing there's a trend with the ottawa senators this year they don't play their best hockey until the damage has been done it's like we're gonna put ourselves yeah, in this we're gonna put ourselves in this huge hole start off the season and make it nearly impossible for ourselves to make the playoffs. They've done all that damage and then they go off. And what was it, December and rip off all these games and win all these games And Cam Talbot when he was healthy, was a big part of that. But it's a mindset. It's a mindset that the Ottawa Senators have to learn and being a young team, it's playing well, for example, when you have a Calgary trip, when you go out on that trip with Vancouver and Calgary, and and everything's on the line it's like that's when the season starts when the season starts everyone's kind of got that nervous energy because you know when you start the season that these points are huge because you know you know the old saying well the points at the beginning of the season are just as important as the ones at the end of the year and let's make it easier so you start off the year and you're kind of nervous and it takes you a while to settle in and ottawa shot themselves on the foot and then again you put yourselves into a position you look at where florida was and where ottawa was in the standings about a month ago it was pretty darn close and ottawa had a ton of games in hand but at key moments you had guys on that florida team like matthew kachuk like barkoff guys that have been there and done that in the league for a long time that got it done for florida and i'm not saying florida is going to make the, the playoffs it sure looks like they are right now but they put themselves in a position when their backs are against the wall and they had to win those games. And Ottawa just hasn't learned to do that yet. And now here we are again. After that Western trip, team starts playing well again. All of a sudden you see, I'll take the Brinkett, for example. Start scoring again. Guys are playing really well. Well, again, it's you needed to do this on that Western road trip. But that's that comes with experience. That comes with being in those positions uh, more than once. And for Ottawa, they just... At those key times of the season they didn't play their best hockey and, and and cam talbot is in that boat with those players but the problem is he's a veteran guy and you brought him in to to kind of be the guy that lifts your young team up when you're in those situations so that's the frustrating part for ottawa senators fans and and to kick you when you're down they just boot you in the nuts when you're down everyone's watching what this doing <laughs> right now it's like yeah. this guy's playing yeah. like this and the other guy's doing that. Like what? Like, 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 look at the comparisons there. And that, you know, the age of the goaltender is—you had him here, but not to defend the trade. But he's only got four but, more wins. I know, let's, and he's playing on a much—he's playing. People he's, will be he's, like, he's well, the incentive
0: to be in the playoffs.
1: But I, I, when I when that. this trade when this trade was made, everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. Absolutely, so bringing in a guy—he's going to help us. You win some, you lose some. This one is definitely a huge loss. Uh, you definitely, you definitely got a gut yep. punch on this trade. But er- everybody loved it when they made it, and it just hasn't worked out. Talbot has been way too inconsistent, and 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 way too inconsistent at the most important times of the year.
0: Right. And if you told fans, listen, you can have Cam Talbot and Anton Forsberg as your goaltenders, or Philip yeah, Forsberg and Anton, or sorry, Philip Gustafson and Anton Forsberg everybody would say cam talbot anton forsberg is your one two no question yeah so yeah it is funny though despite his like uh gustafson has a 933 save percentage and a 201 goals against compared to talbot's yeah. 289 and a 900 he's only got four more wins uh I know I just know. that's a bit surprising when you see the numbers he's put up that bottom column there nice uh, nice board by the way that
1: it, bottom that bottom column Age 35, age 24. Oh, boy. That's just... That one leaves a mark.
0: But, hey, I I like... And when you looked at Ottawa's... Yep. And and you looked at Ottawa's used now six goalies. Uh, Well, Levi Marilinan doesn't... or Sorry, Levy Marilinan doesn't really count uh, because he just dressed as a backup. So he doesn't register as being in the National Hockey League. So, um, they've... Well, I, I mean, they've used... Sorry, they have used six. Cam Talbot, Anton Forsberg, Mad Sogard, Dylan Ferguson, Magnus Helberg, Kevin Mandelize, Uh, which ties the team record for most goaltenders used in the season back in 2010, 2011. Oh, I should I should have gotten you to tell me who they were. I meant to uh, show you. Oh, I you're going to... forgot gonna... it, but <laughs> I was going to quiz you on it. Uh, anyway, that's <laughs> it has been a year of goaltending struggles, to say the least. I, yeah, yeah. And by the way, Dylan Ferguson, I, I don't know the update. I, I know he left the game the other night. I think it was Saturday night in Belleville. So again, they're running into we need uh, into. we need the, we need the old uh, we need the old Joe Namath soundbite struggling. <laughs>
1: remember, remember Broadway Joe when he was on, on the on the yeah. on the sidelines just hammered. They interview him. He uh, tries to make it yeah, with the sideline reporter. I want to kiss you. Oh, God. Hey, yeah, but yeah. He, everybody loved him. A couple of years later, he was back. It's
0: he's back. He's back, baby. Oh, he's... Um, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna move to. It's time to. You know what? I'm done with this. Uh, I don't know yeah. that they're gonna give Marilyn a shot now because if Sogard was just left the game not feeling well, he's probably yeah. back here soon. And they've got, boy, they've got a struggle of of a, of games, right? Like they have got. A tough road to hoe here when you've got two games against Carolina. Um, It's Florida. Florida's in there. Buffalo's in there. And they finish on Buffalo, which will be Craig Anderson's final game, they're saying. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of neat. So he'll be pumped. Anyway, that's just – now, just quickly, you said Florida. Looks like they'll get in. Have you looked at the schedules between Florida and Pittsburgh? By the way, Pittsburgh sits a point in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got a Florida. Pittsburgh's
1: trails. got a tough, tough schedule. They play some tough teams. Pittsburgh has been Pittsburgh has been kicking. I know they beat Philadelphia, but everyone's beaten Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is terrible right now. That team right now, yeah, they've the just. Yeah, they should have won that game. They, that was a tough one, but that, <laughs> uh, you could sorry, tell that they team, did. The team, they won it
0: in overtime, but it, it should never have gone yeah. overtime is my point.
1: It, yeah, it was teams are dominating the Flyers. I'm not sure on the, you know what? Watch out for the Buffalo Sabres. They've got a couple games in hand and they could easily be there as well. And that's the frustrating part for the Senators. The Senators, man, if they just would have had a better western road trip it's this is the year when you might get in with with 92 points because nobody seems to want to just take it and get hot teams are losing when they when you think when you think someone's figured it out they lose a couple in a row and and uh, pittsburgh's a prime example so here's
0: florida's here's florida's schedule okay they play buffalo so they're home to buffalo and ottawa this week Mm -hmm. then they are in washington home to the Mm -hmm. leafs and close out against carolina so the Leafs, Carolina are two tough final right? Okay. Yeah. yeah Pittsburgh's yep. uh is going to shock you. I just gotta dig it up here and so I don't make mistakes. Oh, they they finish uh, with
1: Montreal, don't they?
0: No, no, it gets better. So they're gonna play at New Jersey tomorrow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Then they got Minnesota. Okay, that's, yeah, that's Minnesota's tough. That's struggling, tough, they're clawing to get in. They finish with Detroit, Chicago, columbus detroit oh. chicago columbus so the pittsburgh penguins are my guess to pop their way into the postseason
1: the only thing about that although columbus they're they're terrible right now i looked at columbus's roster before the game when we were going to put our bets in yeah I, and i was I, I wanted to bet columbus because they were coming off a seven seven nothing loss and I thought they would be ready, but then I looked at their roster. I'm like, "There's no way I can bet on this team from top to bottom. They no. are terrible, terrible." So yeah, look at that's a very nice schedule for Pittsburgh. You have to think with Crosby leading God. the way; he's gonna he's gonna drag that team in the playoffs, don't you? I I do. I uh, agree. I do. Yeah. Buff Buffalo's kind of they're kind of in control of of uh, like if they run the they don't have to run the table, but if they win. Yep. They lose yep. one more, like they could be there too. So, that last game against Ottawa could be a very significant game
0: for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, all right. We're, as I said, we're going to move on to positive. Uh, let me need a name for you. So, Jacked Jason. Um, as we do that, it's time for sponsors. what you call, what'd you, uh, what'd you you call me? Uh, jacked Up Jason jacked oh, up I pause. you, you I, can do I better. hey name by the way or by
1: the way wally before we get to sponsor eats yeah. how good i'm gonna pat myself a barry horowitz uh moment here how good was oh, that Jesus. Sens how good how good was that sends logo i drew in mexico and put it on our bartender's shirt rafael that was I, I was hoping you
0: it? would have one on your jersey to like what on your shirt today you should have had a duplicate ready to <laughs> go here i kept it that's a I missed kept, opportunity by it. you
1: yeah. He uh he, I left it there in Mexico for Rafael. What a sad day when I had to leave. Was I had the, to leave. Handshake, said our goodbyes. I said, Rafael, I'll miss you. I'll miss hug. you and your beautiful beautiful daiquiris. He makes a he Must makes a great a hug, but here's glass.
0: here's what I'm thinking. Here's what here's the scene that's playing out in my mind. So you're like, here's your envelope, you know, Rafael, it's a tip for the week and he opens yep. it and it's this paper drawing logo. That's it. <laughs> so he just pulls it out in sheer disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's oh boy. a big smile no. from you. Anyway, uh, as always, this show sponsored and proudly presented by Botano. Uh, by the way, we're going to have to get Masters picks in this week. Um, yes. The game starts now, as always. Uh, online betting, casino, all kinds of uh, same-day parlays, uh, live betting. And, of course, there's always uh, time to bet on the Ottawa Senators, Uh, although you never know which team is showing up. We all thought that Columbus was going to lose last game. That didn't happen. Uh, Live in-game parlays, the most competitive odds in the market. Download the app uh, and get on the action where the game starts now. Botano, don't forget the Masters this week. Uh, Corey Connors and Tiger Woods right now tied for the same odds. uh, At I think it's plus 4,300 at the moment. But but Canadian Corey Connors just won uh, yesterday and is uh, red hot coming into the – Coming into the Masters.
1: Connors was good, wasn't he? he uh, he's he got to figure out that putter at Augusta. He's If he gets putting, he could be a guy to, to win there.
0: All right, Alex, switch it up. I'll take this one, Yorkie. You can have Renfrew, all right?
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: thank you. So, <laughs> BEI, Bonnisher Excavating Inc. Heavy, heavy civil general contractor. Uh, they are hiring, as we mentioned, in each and every show. Also, if you're looking for equipment rentals, agrid sales, uh, concrete forming, they do a ton of different things that you uh, may not even be aware of. When planning your next project, consider BEI, uh, 613-432-1120, or Bonisher-excavating.com. Uh BEI, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. <clears throat>
1: All right, Renfrew Pro Tape. Thanks to our sponsors, as our, our, our sponsor, Renfrew Pro Tape. Oh, what are you laughing for? Come on, I'm out of the, I'm out of, the, uh, I'm I, out of I, sync here. I haven't done, I haven't done a sponsor? Read I know in a while. this is what. <laughs> I want to see how this is going to play out. <laughs> all right, thanks to Renfrew Pro Tape. Uh, you can find them online at renfrewpro.com. Available at all major real. <laughs> realtors retailers realtors Jeez. to sell the house here instagram at renfrew pro as always on fridays it's free tape fridays it's the one with the green core renfrew pro <laughs> sorry renfrew pro for butchering that actually no, i, I needed some probably. yeah i needed some renfrew pro tape when i was in mexico i gotta tell you it was a lot i don't know if i don't know if alex has a picture of my logo for me to get that logo like you understand where manzanillo is it is in the southern tip of mexico there are no stores selling any hockey apparel anywhere i had to is go to i had to go to yeah uh, by the way it's on the pacific is it side. safe
0: there is it po- not what? part of like the <laughs> drug area
1: it as far not as mexico go as far as Mexico goes, it is very safe. It is very safe because because I asked, I said, okay, what is the? Because there's cartel in every single place of Mexico, and I said, what's the sure. percentage of cartel here in uh, Manzanillo? He was like, well, <laughs> he goes, they're everywhere in Mexico, but here they leave you alone if you're a tourist because if if they start going after tourists and carjacking them and taking their money, then that they're going to start coming and. And they, the cartel has got a stake in tourism because they, they, they own a lot of the stuff and they're they're getting their cut from all the businesses. So it's not smart business to uh, to start robbing tourists. So he said, he goes, basically, anyone that's doing well there, they have to pay off three people. You got to pay off the one cartel, the second cartel, and the cops. So basically, you got to grease three people. And th- this was even in Manzanillo. And I, we're at this great restaurant one night and I'm like, what about the I, the owner came over and we chatted with us and i said is this guy i asked our driver after i go does he have to grease the cartel <clears throat> and he goes unfortunately that's just a part of life here <laughs> he goes yes he does he goes but he does very well he goes but that's just he, he you know he, they leave him alone he gives us money and it is very safe it is very safe um we uh we didn't see i was waiting for two cars one to come up in front one behind they block us in they come in give me your purses give me your wallets that never <laughs> happened <laughs> that never happened uh, it uh it we, was safe and the only thing Wally, very tough to get to uh, Manzanillo Mexico Mexico very it's it's a it's a day and a half trip we went auto at Toronto wow. Toronto to Dallas stayed overnight in Dallas and then flew to direct to Manzanillo the next day so it, it takes you a while but once you get there it is it's it's nice it's worth it
0: all right. Uh, As long as you pay it off, everybody. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have go. to. That's just the, the, the. Hey, there it is. There, oh, there, there we that, go. There's, there we there's go.
1: Raphael. Like that. So, to my point earlier, for me to make that logo, I had to go to uh, mm. the local supermarket, the local supermarket where they sell everything. And I bought some paper, bought my colored uh, markers <laughs> and some scissors. <laughs> I didn't have any Renfrew Pro tape, so I had to get some scotch tape and basically stick it on his chest but look uh, at this it's almost like it's almost like a manzanillo extreme makeover look at before he's got the leafs shirt on he's sad he's not happy with his place in life uh, down on his luck look at him then all of a sudden yeah. sends logo he's drinking a beer Boom. he's smiling life has changed
0: beautiful yeah <laughs> um it's almost <laughs> like he's got stockholm syndrome <laughs> you, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, he's we, uh, happy he, with his captors
1: oh uh, he watched the game he was watching the game with us and i asked him i go you ever watch hockey he's like no no hockey <laughs> and i'm like well i go that uh that, go. that blue shirt that blue shirt you uh you shouldn't be wearing this time of year because uh oh well, it's actually somebody had one of the best jokes oh, he goes, he's got the yeah. it's fitting because it's a golf shirt the Toronto one. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, what a beauty. Now, Look I, at that I'm smile. afraid if, if we keep showing that logo, the uh Sens are gonna sue us for copyright infringement on your uh logo Right? Design. How good is that? Uh <laughs> okay, Barry, it's very good. Uh all right, so we're moving on. Uh I have a name for the uh, Tyler Clevin Jacob Bernard Docker D pairing that we're gonna uh we're gonna use. Uh this is where the positive part of the show comes in. We're gonna talk about the D. Uh yeah. we're gonna call it TBD. That's the, that's the name of the D pairing oh, for two nice. reasons. One, Tyler Clevin is a T, and then the uh, BD as in Bernard Docker. Because, uh, but it stands for to be determined. That is, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen next year. But they look they look pretty, okay. They look really good as a pair at the moment. But yeah. let's not pretend like they are seven-year veterans here. There are mistakes made when they're on the ice. There's no question. I do like the way they look. I think they're NHL players. I don't know at the moment where this all shakes down later and including next mm-hmm. year. Yeah,
1: no, that's it's, it's uh, got to give Clevin. You got to give him some. Uh, yeah, he's making a few mistakes, but he's been thrust yeah. into a situation end of the season directly out of college hockey, where this is the hockey so much faster, so much more physical. Oh. Uh, you're 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 playing with pros. I'm giving the kid a break here. He's looked pretty good. And for a big guy, for a a big guy, he skates extremely well. I think he's going to need a little time, but it's sooner than later. And and honestly, if I am Ottawa, and I am, because I really believe this, I really believe this team is knocking at the door. Next year, this should be a playoff team 100%. Perhaps maybe they even win a round in the playoffs. And the year after, I think they have a chance to 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 make a significant a significant run in the playoffs with the right moves made and by right moves made i mean you're going to have to do some things that are unpopular with the fan base and you got to think where you want to be because you look at you look at their core and this is what i say and if you want to say one more positive thing of the season here wally the experience that tim stutzla brady kachuk Drake Batherson, Jake Sanderson, and I can go on, that all of these players are getting right now is so significant for where this team is going to be. They're they're learning on the job. So where I'm going here, I really think as far as the decor goes, I would like to see them assign a defenseman in the offseason. A good, solid defenseman, preferably a right shot, maybe even do a trade and you bring in a guy that's not just going to be a guy, well, this guys like I don't want to I don't want to crap on in or guys like that, but a veteran that can play in your top for four, but he's also like a five. Yeah. Like doesn't have to be a number 1. Like if you could get a guy, okay, is I'll that just not Travis Hamilton? Just... I like him. Han- I'm bringing Hamilton back. I'm bringing Hamilton back on a 1-year deal, but I'm 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 bringing I in a perfect world, in a perfect world, I would love to see them get a defenseman like a Mackenzie Weger. To me, that's a guy that's really going to help your help propel your team. And then you give guys like Clevin, like Bernard Docker, a chance to to develop instead of pushing them along and thrusting them in position that that maybe they're not perhaps ready for yet. And and I'll give our good buddy okay, Ian hang on. some props. I'll, I'll give Mendes some props okay, here he wrote a little article I think it was a couple weeks ago while you and I read it and I was thinking about it Ian put it in the words very well the teams that do well in the NHL and I'll say Tampa Colorado they 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 spend money on their defensive core and they have five or six guys that can really play and I'm talking about when Tampa won and when Colorado won they've got they're not just going with four here's our four And then we've got other guys. They've got like five guys that are legitimate, good NHL defensemen, because that's what you need, because you're going to have injuries. You're going to have bumps and bruises. So you need that to me, that's where you need to spend your money and and really focus. If you want to be a team that does some damage in the playoffs.
0: Well, I mean, you can use Carolina too. We forget about Carolina and how good their D is. And that's, I think that's what drives them. Like, Brett Pesci and uh, Brent Burns, Jacob Slavin, Brady Shea. Uh, well, you also Calvin DeHans there, who's basically the seventh D now. I, I just really like. Anyway, you you can't. It's the argument is you can't win a Stanley Cup without a D, right? Defense wins you championships, no. and until Ottawa deals with that and makes it stronger, and I know it's coming, perhaps. But but Yorkie. I, I know that you don't know what's going to happen next year. You Like Josh Norris, everybody's like, well, you know, obviously didn't plan for Josh Norris to play eight games. You don't know if one of those D is going to blow out a knee or do whatever and get hurt. Yep. So you you've don't got know. to be, you've, you've got I'll to get you. deep. Uh, and you've got to, no, but you've got to prepare. I, I just don't think they're prepared for this. I, they're also not prepared in goal either.
1: I'll tell you one thing I know. The reason they're not prepared this team for the longest time because of ownership was selling off its best players it's it it wasn't a team that was spending the cap it wasn't a team they wanted to win but they were trying to do it at a on on a budget on a budget um salary cap one thing i do know this team's getting sold (laughs) thanks tips and when this team gets sold the ownership is going to want to win and make a splash they are gonna spend money they're gonna spend money and for me if if i'm the guy saying where we're gonna spend our money i'm getting a defenseman and i'm bringing another yeah. forward in a, an older guy um that can come in and 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 be a good nhl player like they're just they're so young Nick and you're seeing it right now that's yeah well that's ship that ship has sailed that without <laughs> that's that's just if you get if you give me if you get if you could get a take back, of course you're taking a take back on that trade. Of course you are. Like he'd be perfect and like they're they're uh they're just they're they're missing those and that's why when you watch the Ottawa Senators play when they make key mistakes at key times in the games, it's because they have a very young roster. They have a very young roster that's inexperienced and they're all learning on the job right now. Like you don't see Claude Giroux making a lot of big mistakes because He's just a guy that's played in the league a long time. He's smart. He's skilled, and he understands it. And he just, just that's just, it's unfortunately Ottawa's in a position where um they're learning on the job right now. So change it. New ownership's coming in. And I and I and I I could see some some big moves coming in the offseason to bolster the experience and make this team better.
0: Okay. I want to go back to the D and specifically to Clevin and JBD and what perhaps of the, the stuff that you've seen, your thoughts on their play, and yes, they've made some mistakes. I actually quite like JBD's game. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he plays bigger and stronger than we give him credit for. Uh, I think he moves the puck really well. I think he sees the ice really well. I like his game. I think he might be ready to take that step next year. Well,
1: playing these games right now for for Bernard Docker – is going to help him immensely next year at training camp wally because instead instead of him just finishing out the year in belleville he's now going to probably finish the year out here in ottawa and feel like he's part of the group like he's taking a step so his off season is huge like he needs to get on the gas and get that first step quicker Uh, work with his skills coach work on his explosiveness and just continue to, to to build off the end of the season here and carry that in the next season. And you kind of use that as momentum. I remember getting called up. And after you get called up as a young guy, you just you you get confidence. You feel it. And then you just got to repeat it. You got to consistently repeat it over time. I like him, too. He's a right shot. He's big. He's strong. And he's and he seems to be a guy that can make a pretty good first pass. I I don't think he's ever going to be a number one or number two guy. But I think he could be a guy that has a really good, solid NHL career. And from everything I hear about him, Wally, I hear he's a great person, uh, comes from a great family, and has got some leadership qualities in him. So those are all things you love to hear about a defenseman. So I I think he's got the best shot of the young guys of starting the season here with Ottawa next year.
0: Well, okay, but here's the thing, Yorkie. He needs to clear waivers to go down. Yeah. He's on this roster so, to start next season unless there is some major shakeup and somebody's moved, meaning him. Like, he's here. There's no way I, he's going to clear w- waivers.
1: But but why wouldn't he be here? Who else is going to be here?
0: Well, if they're going to – I don't know. Maybe they make a deal. Maybe they make a deal and bring in a, a right – if they bring in Mackenzie Weger, you have Zub, Weger, JBD, Travis Hammonick all on that right side. Yeah. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe has, if you bring back GBD a week or pass Travis Hamonic.
1: Well, you got to see where everybody slots, right? Like you got to see what Hamonic comes back on. What kind of what kind of money you're going to pay him? Probably not a huge contract. It's, he's made it clear he wants to stay here. I, I've, I've heard the comments about how much his family, how much he loves it here, and I don't think there's going to be a huge market in the NHL paying for an older defenseman that that uh, has had a good year. But everyone's going to have their guys they want. Um, I could see another team offering yep. a short-term yep. deal, like the Senators, but we'll see. Like I, like I, I, I don't, they still have to figure out what they're going to do with Brandstrom, and that 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 will play itself out <laughs> throughout the rest of the season. What are you laughing for?
0: Well, because it's laughing? the it's there are two names that get mentioned in every NHL game the Sens play, and that's Eric Brandstrom and Alex DeBrink. Yeah. what the hell happens with these two guys? Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see whatever the answer is. Um, do I like Eric Branstrom? Yeah, I think he's fun to watch. I think I like a whole lot of things about him. I think he sees the ice really well and moves really well, especially offensively. Then he, I, I just don't like him in the D zone. And you can tell me all the analytics you want. I just watching him play, I don't like the defensive side of the game. Sure. Um, and, and if I want to win a Stanley Cup, I don't think Eric Branstrom is in my top six. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: that's fair. That's fair. And and I'm just trying to look at his ice time from the other night. I'm, I'm going to guess it was over 20 minutes against uh, against Columbus. I'll tell you. <clears throat> what are you looking at? You're checking his ice time?
0: I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, what? So players. No, I'm just going to tell you what it is. He played 2026.
1: <laughs> okay. So for players like Eric Branstrom. And this is the most with Eric. And I'm going to tell you why he's playing well. He's playing well because he's now playing in a role where he's going to be most effective in the National Hockey League, and that is driving the offense, carrying the puck, being a top, playing like a top four defenseman. And when you're playing like he is right now, mm-hmm. people are going to people are gonna think I'm crazy for this statement, but the reason I know is because I've played in both situations. I've played as a top four in the NHL, and I've also played... As a guy that plays twelve to thirteen minutes, what do you think? What role do you think is tougher to play for a defenseman? That's because when I played, what would you oh. what would you classify yeah, me 12, as? I was a puck. Minutes. I was I was a little bit bigger defenseman than Branstrom, but Branstrom and I played very similar games. Very similar. We moved the yeah. puck. We skated. And you were probably we considered
0: some... small for your for your time, right? Like at, so, in the so nineties, two thousands
1: so what do you think so what do you think's harder playing 22 minutes in the nhl or playing uh 12 to 13 sometimes nine against the third and fourth lines against the third and fourth That's lines right. in the nhl yep. as a as as a puck moving defenseman want to know what's harder
0: you uh, yes yeah oh it's easy right you got mark castellick and austin watson trying to cave you in on every shift and so if you make a mistake you're sitting a little longer and you're not really getting offensive zone face-offs. It's all D zone. Even your dog, oh, agrees dog. with me. <laughs> Hold on. Let me shut the door here. What is Is that is okay. that turkey back on the roof again?
1: I don't know. It's probably another package coming to the front door. So this is the thing. This is the thing analytics doesn't tell you. And I by the way, I love analytics. I'm an analytics guy. I think they tell you a lot about what's going on in the game but when you're playing in the third pair and you you laid it out there with a couple points you're playing against the other team's third and fourth line and as a puck moving defenseman i all they are going to do is chip it behind you and they dump the puck in almost every single time on so you got to go back and get it and you're getting hit you're getting hit you're getting hit and your best thing as a puck mover you're a skating defenseman you've got a pretty good stick i loved it when guys tried to carry it in against me so i love playing against the first and second lines because i know they're never dumping it in so i have a tighter gap i'm going stick on puck and i'm using my skating to stop a lot of plays at the blue and you're seeing brandstrom do that right now because he can skate he's got a great stick he's good at at, at going and mirroring guys because now he's not having to go back and get as many pucks and when you play in the top four you're going out every second, every third shift. And you talk to mm-hmm. every player in the league. Oh, I'm confident. I'm getting a lot of ice time right now. That's yeah. why I'm playing well versus I'm playing 12 minutes. I'm not really in the game. I'm getting hit all the time. I'm not on the power play. And people will say, well, the power play is important when you are an offensive guy because it gets you in rhythm. You're doing what you do best. So Branstrom's playing well right now. Shabbat's out. Chikrin's out because now he's getting an opportunity to play in a role that is best suited for him so what happens when they all come back brandstrom goes back to playing in that five six role um, and that's tough minutes again and then he's not doing what he does best and that and that's that's a big reason for it so unless you're gonna get rid of shabbat unless you're gonna get rid of Chikrin, unless you're gonna get rid of Zub, one of those guys I don't see where you put Branstrom in a role where he's going to really excel because people have the Sam Gerrard argument. Well, why is Sam Girard playing in the NHL? Why? Because he's playing in that exact role that I just described. Colorado's got him in a role as a top four guy, plays on your second power play. And hey, hey, listen, it helps when you're playing with, with, with McKinnon and Rantanen um and don't forget there was a time when when colorado really struggled when they were trying to become a team and guys didn't look as well Uh, so um anyways that's that's my thing with brandstrom do i think he's a really good player i think he's a good player i think he's getting better i think he's starting to get his confidence i think if he keeps hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
0: York. (laughs) It's clearly the dog must have chewed the cable. That's what must have happened. Um, The one thing I I don't know when he's coming back, but it's a good thing he froze. Uh, The one thing that's interesting about Eric Branstrom and even Nick Holden, Branstrom still only has uh, well, he's fifth on the team in D scoring. No, that's okay. You just froze on me and I was going to bring up a point. Yeah, um, where, do, where do, who has more points? Ahead. Nick Holden or Eric Brandstrom? I
1: I know Holden does because Holden's thrown a few pucks on the net of the, the tipped and
0: and he's I played, played don't, nine I,
1: less games. Yeah, but those those points, they're kind of I call them their fortunate points. Because again, Doesn't most of Branstrom but it does matter. Brandstrom's played in for most of the season, Brandstrom's played in positions. As the fifth or sixth guy, where you're not, you're not getting, you're not getting zone starts. So when there's an offensive zone start, it's 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 usually Shabbat. it's it's usually Sanderson, it's it's usually one of your offensive guys. He's 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 not getting those key offensive starts. He's not playing with the first or second line, but now he is. Like it's it's not hard to figure out why he's. Show me a guy that's playing well on defense, so, and I'll say, wow, look at him, he's playing more now, and he has the okay, skill to so back he, it up. All right.
0: Here becomes the argument, Yorkie. Then Eric Brandstrom is a top four D
1: on a bad team. He's a he's a, he's a top four. To say yes or no. He's a top four. It depends. <laughs> it's it depends on which team you're talking I, about. And the, the NHL. I know. I've said it, the, but but the NHL. So here's me. When I was on Detroit, when I was playing on Detroit, and I understand the league's different right now, but. When I was on Detroit, I couldn't get into their top five. They were just too good. And then all of a sudden a team like Anaheim was looking to get better. They were they were a team that was young and I got traded to Anaheim and I became a top four. And I started playing all the time and my career got going. If I would have stayed in Detroit, who the hell knows what happened? I could have been under the league in two years. If I'm Eric Brandstrom, I wanna get traded. I wanna go somewhere where I'm gonna have a chance to be on the power play. I'm going to get a chance to do what I do best. And that's moving the puck, helping drive the offense and be in positions that are going to show the skill I have. Did Eric Branston get drafted to be a penalty killings? Number six defenseman. <laughs> is that what, is that, no. is that why Ottawa traded for him? No, I'll guarantee you. I'll guarantee you. If Ottawa had Sanderson and checkering and the D they do right now, they would not have made that trade to acquire Eric Branstrom. But fast forward, their, their their defense is different right now from when the time they made that trade. They didn't they didn't know they were going to get Jake Sanderson. He's going to be this good. They didn't know they were going to get Trickard. At the time, they no, thought they that, were going to get... They
0: drafted the him, time, They traded for him because they thought he was going to be the next Eric Carlson.
1: They thought he was going to be their number two defenseman.
0: That's what they thought. Yes, Eric this Carlson. Be, this,
1: this, he's going to be our number two, maybe one, but now times have shifted. So the fact that you want to keep this guy to be your six and don't forget other teams, pro scouts, you look at the teams in the league, there's gotta be some people there that watched this guy was a stud coming up. So everybody that was watching yep. him come up in Sweden, they're going to go back and say, Hey, maybe if this guy comes here, we put him in a position where he's going to do the things that we saw him do in junior. He's a first round pick. He's a guy that can do all those things. And and people say, so where is he? At? To your point earlier, where is he a top four? Well, you look at teams like Columbus, who we just watched. You think, <laughs> do you think they could use a Branstrom? And Ottawa just played him. Ottawa just played Columbus. Branstrom played a heck of a game. Their scouts are saying, potentially, wow, maybe we can get this guy out of Ottawa. And people might laugh, but look at look at the trade. Look at the trade. Look at what Toronto got for Rasmus Sandin. Is Rasmus Sandin an established defenseman in the NHL when they made that trade? Would you call him an established top four defenseman?
0: No. 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 They got a, fir- a first-round draft pick I, for him. I don't know if we can use Columbus as an example. They gave Eric Goodbranson a four-year, $16 million contract.
1: Hey, I like I like Good Brandstrom, but there's always there's always teams. <laughs> good Brandstrom, are, I like
0: uh, I like that. They, should, I love him. they could I love put him. Eric Brandstrom on the same pair; they would be Good Brandstrom. Yeah. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I can't. I don't here's think a that you here's like here's
1: my joke. It was good. Here's the other thing. I can't believe I can't believe a fan base wastes this much time, this much time talking about a bottom player defenseman. <laughs> Like it's gonna well, at, you... at, at the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what's important for the Ottawa Senators are your top nine forwards and your top forty. After that, you fill in the pieces of the puzzle because it's it's just ridiculous. Because it's fascinating, <laughs> though.
0: I get it. It's it doesn't no, those parts are always interchangeable. I get it, but it's fascinating. One because of how much the Sens are invested in this player and how much potential you see from this player that you think is there. And then when you run analytics, and the analytics say he's really good, but you don't see it necessarily on the ice, it gets people talking and butting heads and causes debate, which is fun, and that's the whole point. I really like the kid. I've met him. I've dealt with him. I've talked to him. He's a really good kid. And -hmm. and so I don't really like to harp on players and go, you can't play here, you can't do that. They're playing in the National Hockey League, and I was a house league player. I I just I'm I'm like you. I I don't think if you're going to win the Stanley Cup, he's one of those players. Um but the debate is very interesting. That's why. Mhm.
1: Yeah, and 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 he's got there's a couple of things. I know he can play on the right side. They they really need a, a, another right-shot defenseman right now. And it's just it's 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 the way the it's the situation of of what you already have as far as skill set goes for your defenseman. And you watch Chickren play; he's offensive. You watch you watch um, Sanderson play. Well, he, he there's a whole, we got we could do a whole show on Sanderson. What what a warrior he is! But he's offensive too. He we are going to talk about sh- him.
0: I actually meant to get to him today. Yeah.
1: Well, we could. He's he's going to get. He's. It's unfortunate. It's it's unfortunate that not enough people are watching him play right now and people that vote on the Calder trophy because it's just, it's impossible to watch all the games and see what he's been doing. Yep. Um, for the last couple of months, he's been doing it all year, but he's elevating right now. And, uh, to me, he's a rookie of the year, but that, but that's the problem with the, but that's the problem with the whole process. Wally I've watched, I've watched Jake Sanderson play a ton. So I'm biased. I've seen him play and I've watched right. him play every single game this year. So I know exactly what he is as a player. And I don't think there's another rookie in the league as a defenseman, but I haven't watched Owen power play as much as I've watched Jake right. Sanderson play. I haven't watched, uh, Mason McTavage play as much. So to me, this is what's wrong with this whole voting process. It's skewed because you look at the, the writers vote on it and it's literally impossible to watch the players as much as you need to watch to have to have a really good sense of what that player can do. It's almost like this. I know that uh, vote vote for an Oscar. You're voting on the Oscars, right? You you watch you watch the movie. Imagine voting on the Oscars and you didn't watch the movie. I'm gonna vote for this movie. I'm with you, but I gotta I'm gonna gonna vote for this movie because I heard
0: it's good. So but here's you know what, Yorkie? We should put it out there if we I don't know how to do this in time is if I were to contact 31 other general managers or 30 and go, you can have Maddie Beniers or Jake Sanderson, or you can have the Calder trophy winner or Jake Sanderson on your team. Who are you taking? And I, boy, I would suspect Jake Sanderson is at the top of that list. 90%. I, in
1: I, I haven't seen Benir's play enough. Like I think I've watched him play once or twice, but I have a hard time believing that there's a that that there's a, a rookie defenseman or a player that's going to have the long term career impact to play those important minutes. And we've talked so much. We've talked so Owen much about defenseman on this show. He's been perhaps like,
0: him and I, one one yeah, or the I mean, other. For me, it's either those two. D playing D as a rookie in the National Hockey League as a true rookie yeah. is. It's crazy. crazy now it's crazy add to that jake sanderson is your number one d and he's been arguably your number one d for a majority of the season even with thomas shabbat in the lineup and i don't mean that disrespectfully to thomas shabbat but he's either been 1a or 1b like he's been that good that consistent
1: i would agree shabbat uh, had some pretty good stretches on the year where
0: where i don't yep. think
1: he gets enough enough credit for what he was doing but no it's i get i get what you're saying here it's just it's unfortunate it's it's unfortunate that that um that that the process is the way it is but i agree that's that statement you made about the general managers i i would agree with that too because that's how you that's how you build you build with you build with your blue line but it's um you know it is it is the best system there is right now you have the the writers voting but man it's it's tough let the players vote I wouldn't let the players vote either because the players are lazy.
0: <laughs> the
1: players don't watch either.
0: <laughs> like, what if you're, what if you're... I agree, but they play against those players. So know, in their like, mind, they, they would still know who they are.
1: You would be surprised. There's some guys that they don't watch hockey. I was one of them. I didn't watch games and I, and you play a team once. What if the guy has a bad game? That's all you've seen of them. The the way okay, to do it, but there's
0: 700 players that'll get weeded out.
1: You do a committee. You have a voting committee, and you and you have it with wh-
0: whatever you want to put in yeah, there. They can't watch 1,200 games or whatever it is.
1: Well, no, you have a committee that that uh, watches the games. These are, you you have to watch these players. So you identify by a certain part of the season. These are the players you're watching and you watch them exclusively and you and you formulate a real opinion based on you, your own eyes, watching the player
0: yourselves, part of the committee
1: and you that's your job. You get paid. I got to do that.
0: Nope. The NHL Pro Scouts vote.
1: Yeah, it's tough, too, because Pro Scouts have certain territories or they do. They don't watch all the games like they're watching this Pro Scouts here that Pro Scouts there. They could, I guess, if they got all together and had meetings. Yeah, not not a bad idea, not a bad idea. Because the other thing with the writers too is you have how many, how many got how many members of the Professional Writers Association are in Nashville? What is there? Three of them, maybe. I
0: can look it up, but it's probably three or four.
1: How many are in Toronto?
0: Probably. I don't. I'm off the top of my head. I'm just making and pulling a number. Twenty.
1: Yeah. So there you go. You got 20 guys yeah, yeah. watching I get the Leafs that. all the time, and that doesn't make any sense.
0: Uh, right, and sometimes we don't either, but we'll try it again tomorrow as well. Uh, Bobby's <laughs> back tomorrow. Uh, we will get into I I still think you're right. We we'll, should discuss Jake Sanderson some more. We should. Uh, I want to ask you about Claude Giroux and the Tim Stutzler chat on the bench from uh, last night. We'll get back to that. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have another conversation with Alex Stabrinkit. Uh We will see you tomorrow, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching. That's Coming in Hot, brought to you by Botano.ca. <laughs> Cheers, everybody.
1: Coming in Hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.